eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, y'all? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. We here. We here to talk our beloved dubs. Lots been happening or rumblings of things are starting to happen. So let's let's get into it, Justin. Justin got his hair did. So he's looking all pretty. So hopefully if y'all are listening on audio, I don't pretty is not a bad thing. Oh, men sometimes. It's a good thing. No, I don't have an issue with that. Okay, so, you know, if you're only listening on audio, you may want to tap into the video. You know, you know where to catch us. We're on 95.7 The Games uh, YouTube channel uh, because you can see Justin looking pretty. great. Okay. Anyway, but Draymond has been talking. This time it's not as annoying. Most of it's stuff we can deal with. Not as annoying. Well, I mean, okay, so let's start with the how he wants to get Chris Paul his first ring. Like, all right. Like, first of all, the person getting Chris Paul his first ring would be Stefan, even if that happens, okay? <laughs> it ain't you. Um, but secondly, it's just like, all right, I get it. Like, if he's on the team, he's getting the ring. But, like, please, can we stop being so extra about it? We went from you hating and despising this man. So if you did, you have to understand that fans ourselves are still, like, mm-hmm processing this and dealing with this so it's just like i get it like if he's playing and he's on the team he's gonna get a ring but i'm just like the thought of him getting a ring and it being with the warriors just absolutely still just (laughs) it's a weird thing it's a weird thing it is i think in a way it's it's a little poetic because it's like you had to get a ring with them. Yeah, that's the only way to look at it to make it even like something yeah. you can stomach, Justin. But it's it's really awful. Come on. <laughs> it's really awful. But I think, like I said, it's awful. But like you can spin it. You can really spin it that way because it's like, damn, you can never beat Steph. Well, you beat him that one time, and then since then he's been spanking you for years up until this point, and you got to be his backup, and you only get in the championship essentially off his back, right? I think that will probably eat at Chris Paul a little bit more if he finished his career ringless, to be honest, in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got a ring, but, like, you had to get it from here. You know? Um, 
I think you Drake, know the way the media loves Chris Paul. They're gonna try to find a way to spin it. That's true. But I think Draymond's playing the media right now. Like they're all doing the whole like we we love Chris Paul. We're gonna do it for Chris Paul. Like just to kind of boost his ego a little bit because they know he gotta come off the bench. <laughs> we'll get into that, but they know he's gonna have to come off the bench. He know it. It just doesn't make sense. Um but yeah, so I think they're just kind of like boost his ego up a little bit and they're probably going to keep doing it. Same thing they were doing with KD, even though people want to make it seem like KD, that's another conversation. But <laughs> the whole, yeah, they did it with KD too. That's all I'm going to say. Listen, um, yes, there is a lot of hyping up of Chris Paul going on. You know, we mentioned already Draymond with the whole um, he want to get him a ring. He did that interview. There's just been a lot of talk about him and Chris Paul. Um, a lot of it stemming from like all the comments that um, Draymond's making. But then also there's been a lot of reporting. I shouldn't say a lot of reporting because it's really all coming from the same place. And it's mostly Mark Spears, who I know he's a friend. Um, and so I, you know, he had said some comments before on another podcast. He was on Vincent Goodwill's podcast as well. Someone else I also know, um, and talked about it. So people have been running and reporting it like it's news and being like, oh, he's starting. And, um, Mark Spears is obviously very like tapped in, you know, so, but I just want people to remember, and I'm, I'm in no ways am I even suggesting that he isn't hearing what he's hearing, but I need people to remember that when reporters hear things and they're told things, you always have to first ask, who is it coming from? And it's not clear that those reports are coming from the Warriors, could be coming from Chris Paul's camp. We don't know. And who it's coming from makes a very big difference. So when everyone's just sitting up here like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're going to do this. Like, it's never once been reported that he's hearing this from the Warriors or, you know, that he spoke to someone internally, just that what he's hearing. And because he's a reporter, he doesn't reveal his sources. So we don't know. You know, we don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, but um, I just... I'm just inclined to believe that Chris Paul is going to be coming off the bench. Um, I mean, we always knew there was a possibility that it would be like, okay, they'll just play him like really quick for a few minutes. But even that ultimately will end up being stupid because you need to watch his, you know, they're going to want to watch his minutes. You know, they're going to want to manage his minutes. And if they have to play him to start, then it may affect like if they want to bring him back into clothes and all of this stuff. So it's ultimately going to go there, even if it doesn't start like that for the season. So, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't know why no one has told me this. I'm just inclined to believe that like it's coming from Chris Paul's camp. Mm -hmm. And it would send a bad message if he was somehow inserted into the starting lineup after these guys have put in blood, sweat and tear equity into the franchise. And they were obviously the best starting five in the league last year what sense would it make or what message would it send for them to bring Chris Paul in and just drop one of the starting five out of there just to fit him in. Right. And like, we know it's going to be loony if they do that, it's right. going to be loony. And then you're going to be putting more on Draymond who you also need to preserve. Like 
just for what his ego like please, right. come on it's just... been preaching the egoless exactly ego thing all all off season that would just be the dumbest thing to do out the gate and unless you're going to be able to justify it because i don't think that the lineup with chris paul is going to offer something different i get it right but i just don't see ultimately how that's going to be the better lineup as a starting five like going to it like situationally right to me is what's going to make it like an effective lineup Mm -hmm. it has to be completely situation because there's just going to be teams that they can't play that lineup against it's too small um on the perimeter that is i think wiggins and draymond as a four and five are are fine against most matchups you know against Jokic, that probably not won't be the case but against most matchups i think it's fine Clay on the wing is fine, but Steph and CP3, um, I think that's just going to be tough against a lot of teams. So it probably won't be a lineup or shouldn't be a lineup that they play a ton. You know what I mean? Like whether they drop Clay, you know, if they want to play Steph and and um, CP3 together, they should probably take Clay or Wiggins out of the lineup and put more size in there. But um, yeah, we'll see. We will see. But uh, what we're saying is we think a lot of this buttering up and singing Chris Paul's praises is about nicing him up. So mm-hmm. he gets he gets on the same page with everyone as he needs to be because, um, yeah, no. Like, <laughs> we don't got time for you to, to... And honestly, if this is something that really can't happen and they have to start him and he's pushing the issue, then he doesn't belong here. Like, just to be candid, he really doesn't. And they can move his contract. So, you know, if it's, if it's going to be all of that, because like, that's not going to be the right mindset. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. And I, I mean, I didn't fully get to finish watching the clip. So I don't know everything she said, but I was like scrolling Instagram and I saw Roz. I think Mark Spears may have been on the panel, but I'm not sure. But I saw Roz, I think it was earlier today on ESPN. I don't recall which show speaking about like Chris Paul and Steph or Chris Paul's fit with the Warriors rather. And was just sort of talking about like some of her keys. I'm talking about Roz Gold for those who are unclear. Um, But talking about like the keys to it working and one of it's like, respect and you know Draymond and and Chris Paul needing to get along um and also just saying like you know like no one you know like there shouldn't be an expectation of like this deference because you know you know who Chris Paul is and you we know who Draymond is so a lot of the conversation seems to be around like Chris Paul and Draymond but like and I agree on that level because I do think Draymond is going to need to understand that there might be some times you do need to let Chris Paul handle the ball and not you. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something he struggled a little bit with, even when like Katie was here. Right. So I, I do think that's real, but um, no, Chris Paul should be deferring to Stefan. So, <laughs> you know, so like, again, I, I, people seem to be very focused on like the Draymond Chris Paul relationship and i get it because of the way that they're both you know both of their personalities but you know chris paul just needs to know and understand his place like Mm -hmm. and i think that's i just think that's really important in general (laughs) for For this for this to work for sure and this is also up to steve 
a lot up to Steve to bring together the right combinations and don't force things just because you have a bunch of big names on the team. Right. If the play style isn't a seamless fit, um, I think Chris Paul can play with Steph and Draymond and those guys and, and play like that style. But ultimately, his style is what makes him him. And I do think they have players on the team that can fit his style. Um, it's almost kind of like, or they should play it, at least in my opinion, like they have two teams, right? They have the Chris Paul Warriors or three teams. They have the Chris Paul Warriors alone where he's not playing with Steph. He's just running his pick and rolls and doing his thing. Steph and Draymond do their thing. And then they can kind of blend it as like a third iteration of the team and when they play together and stuff like that. Um, but I think if they do that, it'll kind of be very difficult for them to put out negative lineups, in my opinion. But if they try to blend it just just because, it can potentially get a little bumpy and, and um, you know, not go so well. For sure. For sure. So we will see. Another thing that Steve Kerr is going to have to navigate this season is the new resting rules that were announced. So, but it's interesting because ultimately I don't think, first of all, let me back up a second because I was never a fan of like the way Steve Kerr rested our players anyway, the way that he did it. Not that they didn't need rest, but for one, he's very, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's very big on Steph and 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 um Draymond always sitting together. Like those two always like they have to always play together and always like rest together. So, um, but there were a number of times. Well, not a number, but like you know, it's funny. We were talking about this on Brother from Another, but you remember that game against? First of all, the Pelicans just always. Pelicans fans always get shortchanged because they're just always the second night of a back-to-back for some reason. And so their fans, I don't know the last time they've gotten to see Steph play in that building. Probably not since like the playoffs. And and so, but like earlier in the season, he rested everybody. So he rested Steph, Clay, Dre, and Wiggs. Mm -hmm. Right? And so he just has this thing like he wants to rest all of them at one time which to me has never made sense. Like, give them a chance to win. Stagger it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was personally not, like, that upset about those rules because I'm like, well, now it's going to force him to, like, not have to, like, rest all of them. But mm. then it came out because first it was just, like, you, can, you can't do um, more than two stars, right? Was that what it was? And then it was like, well, who's a star and how do we define a star? But then it came out, even after all of that, um, that there's exceptions for like certain players. So between how you define star, Clay Thompson would not be defined as a star, Mm -hmm. um, but Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins would be defined, and Chris Paul, Mm -hmm. all of them, whether it's for making all-star or NBA teams. So um, they would be defined as stars along with Steph, right? Clay would not. Mm-hmm. Um, but the exceptions based on age and what is it, minutes played? Yeah. Would, yeah. would accept also Steph Curry and Chris Paul as well, provided the Warriors give a week's notice, I believe is the case. So it's a, it, to me it seems counterintuitive what the league did Mm -hmm. because 
this to me was put into place because of Steph and LeBron, right? Primarily. Like to me, like all due respect, like people don't care if certain teams are resting, right? It, it's the Warriors and Lakers because LeBron is on it and mm. they have the most TV games. They're the two biggest names and they have been rested. Now, the league has not been kind to those teams either when it comes to how they schedule them. Also, these teams are older and have a lot of back-to-backs. So it's just like you put these rules in place to com- combat that, but then you're allowing those teams to make exceptions. So I kind of don't get the purpose. Like to me, it feels more performative. It's like we're going to – it's optics. Like we're going to put this in place so people feel like we're like locking down on it. But ultimately, I don't know that it's really going to do much. Right. It's- because at most – he could really rest everyone except, and my guess is that he would just say, okay, Wiggins, you go play, because Wiggins is the youngest, right? Yeah. But he can rest play, he can rest Chris Paul, he can rest Dre, and he can rest Steph, based right. under these new rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the league does this a lot now, a lot of these performative type of things. It's kind of similar to the All-Star game, where they try to make like a like a charity like they try to throw charity in there to incentivize players to play harder and all that type of stuff. And it's like the solution to all of these things is literally to just reduce the amount of games there is in a season. Like it's simple, right? Yes. That way each game matters more. So the players are more likely to play and then they have less wear and tear in their body. So when they do events like the all-star game, they can actually play without fear of overdoing it um, and stuff like that and getting ready for the second half of the season. Um, it's just like, uh, they're just trying to, pull the wool over everybody's eyes and say, look at the things that we're doing to make the league product better. And it's like, well, you can just do one very simple thing and it would make the league product better, but you don't want to lose, potentially lose the money. Well, you will lose money, but I don't, I, I don't think they will lose as much as they think they would, but um, yeah, it don't really affect the Warriors as we just detailed. So I'm not really tripping off of it, but it just seems funny to me. The league does stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, I thought this was going to be so interesting and then it ends up being not that interesting to me, but we'll see. Because there's rules, and then there's like how they get applied and how they played out, right? We've seen it with the the the, the penalties for flopping. Mm-hmm. It didn't really go anywhere. How they were going to call fouls, you know? We still have foul merchants, so we will see how this resting rule actually gets applied. But um, nonetheless, interesting, I guess. Sort of interesting. Sort of interesting. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. All right. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving, Justin. So, there's been some names thrown around about people meeting with the Warriors, the Warriors trying out different people. Um, So, we'll run through a few of those. But I want to say the biggest name, and I'm saying biggest in terms of, like, just well-known, most recently was Dwight Howard. And it was reported that he would meet with the Warriors. So... I find this funny for a number of reasons. Well, one, because wasn't he recruiting everybody talking about they need to come over there and play with him? So that's just funny. But um, also, because when you think about it, how the Warriors had wanted Dwight a long time ago and he passed on them. Then later, he seemed to have interest in them and wanted to come there. And they were like, eh. you know, that was like when they ended up going for like Boogie Cousins. You remember that? But he like Dwight was interested and like coming to the Warriors or whatever. And from my understanding, like they, like it was like the locker room was not interested in having him. (laughs) Um, And we sort of know how players feel about Dwight across the league. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, people kind of think he's, I don't know. There's varying opinions, but Dwight is not like necessarily the most beloved, you know, player across the league, right? So I was just like, so it's a come full circle. And now hear it that like, you know, I'm wondering, has the locker room's opinion changed? Or are they just like, man, we just, whatever, we'll suck it up. We'll do it because we need a big. Mm-hmm. And then it's also like, is this like a, because I'm trying to remember when his time finished in Houston, was it just Harden he had beef with? Or was it also... Was Chris Paul, did they overlap at all? They didn't. Okay, okay, okay. Because, I mean, I remember when he was in Houston and it didn't work out with Harden. And I remember Draymond saying like, man, they just have Dwight. I don't know why they don't feed big fella, but we we know like him and, you know, Harden had their stuff. So, you know, I could easily see Chris Paul operating well with Dwight Howard. I really do. I could see that. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a second unit. Um, and I, I truly do not care for Dwight Howard personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the man, but just some of his antics and other off-court things and shenanigans about him. But whatever. <laughs> um, not whatever. I don't want to minimize, but I'm just saying. But all that aside for right now, I have in the past thought like, hmm, maybe Dwight Howard... He just offers something different that they haven't had size, physicality, like, you know, on some level you can trust him out there. Um, you know, he can still bang a little bit, grab mm-hmm. you some boards. I mean, he can do little things. He can right. do little things that would help them. And like, if he's coming off your bench, 
he's still going to be a better big coming off your bench than bigs that other teams, you know, have, mm-hmm. in my opinion, who he'd be going up against. So I don't, I don't think it's such a like crazy thing. I don't know if they'll do it, but I'm not totally repulsed by this. Yeah. I actually kind of like it. Um, all the other things aside, like the personal stuff aside, basketball wise, I like it because you just, you know, already said he can bang. He's a big body. He's strong. He runs the floor. He's still really athletic for his age. Like just, I mean, in general, he's really athletic. Um, still a lob threat. Him and Chris Paul, like you said, can have some chemistry there. Him and Draymond defensively can be very destructive because he's still pretty good rim protector. He gets off the floor fast very still, right, which is crazy. Um, and he's always had a really high defensive IQ. And then he's kind of like an underrated passer as well. So operating out of some of the spots in the Warriors offense, like split action and stuff like that, he can make some of those backdoor reads and over-the-top pass reads and stuff like that. Um, so really similar to the Chris Paul thing, it's just more so about like how does the personality going to fit? Is he going to want a bunch of post touches? Is he going to um, get this? No, he'd be shooting the threes now. He, right. Is he going to come over here and try to shoot? Has he pull up three? <laughs> like, I want to. <laughs> like, is he going to get in his feelings if Draymond and Chris Paul call him a P word once or twice? You know, like <laughs> <laughs> that's my biggest concern. But I think basketball wise, it fits and they need a player like him um, to kind of punk? The team. A punk? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what we're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> like if they go Kobe on him, Kobe called him. Soft, you know, Kobe. Was on the team, <laughs> <laughs> will he will he respond in a in a good way? Um, but yeah, basketball wise, they need they need a player like him, the big rim running big, somebody that you can just put on Jokic and then have somebody help over, somebody that can just just won't get put under the basket when he, when he's on Jokic. Um, so I like it. It's just I think they're meeting to kind of figure out his mental state. And see, like, is he really going to fit culture-wise? But other than that, I think it's it would be a good fit. Um. So yeah, to be determined on um, Dwight um, Dedman. Ded Dedman is that how I say it? Dwayne Dedman. Yeah. He's his name came up too. What do you think about him? He's cool. He can shoot, or at least he, you know, throughout his career, he, he was able to shoot. Um, Deadman was a guy that I was kind of interested in a few years ago. Right. Um, but it's this thing with players that are on teams that aren't super serious that it's hard to evaluate them. You know what I mean? Or they're on teams that don't really have a place for them in their rotation. It's hard to evaluate them. Like if you put them on an actual serious team with good players around them, better players, how will they look? You know, I remember a lot of people thought Batum was washed when he was in Charlotte. And then he went to the Clippers and had like two or three really good years uh, because I players mean, don't play. Watch. I just don't think when you're a good player that you just lose your ability to play like that, you know? Right. Um, I think situation means a lot. Like, I do too. But with Deadman, like he's a little different because like Batum was like a main guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew he was a good player, but I don't, I feel like Deadman's this guy who's like always coveted, but I don't, I still don't really know how to evaluate him. Yeah, I mean, he's moderately productive in his minutes. Um, I think the Warriors can maximize pretty much anybody if they know how to play. I think he's been in the league long enough to know how to play. 
Um, there's a reason why he's still in the league or still going around the league at his age. So I think he has a, a decent IQ, decent skill set that can be worked, you know, and he's another pretty tall guy, pretty big body, you know, seven footer. So I wouldn't be too mad at it. I wouldn't be too mad at it. Was he the person I can't recall? I, I recall you having a tweet though, where you said, um, I would be okay. Oh no, it was, it was, uh, GP two and, and not GP two. It was a uh, oh JTA. Yeah, no, I'm not interested in JTA even in the 15th spot. But yeah, you had just <laughs> let me, just so the people know, you had said like you'd be fine. <laughs> with JTA. You said you'd be fine with Dwight and JTA for the 14th and 15th spot, for but sure. you don't know that either one of them would be around. I actually do think JTA would be around. Is someone running to sign him soon? I feel like he'll he'll be somewhere. Okay, well, I'm fine if he's not with the Warriors. Um, but they're only going to sign one more person. We know they're going to leave that 15th spot open. So mm-hmm. it sounds like we'd both be okay with it being um, Dwight, potentially Deadman. Yeah, I'd rather have Nerlens Noel than Dwayne Deadman. Is he a free uh, agent? I believe so. Yeah, I don't remember the full yeah, list, but he wasn't one of the players that they've worked out, right? I don't think I've seen his name mentioned with them yet. No, I would, yeah. And then they also signed um, Garuba. Is that how I pronounce his last name? To a two-way? Usman Garuba, yep. He was a first-round pick, I believe, in, like, in the Kaminga and Moody draft. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Good defensive player. He's just, like, he's super, not super raw, but he's, like, a player that needs to be in the right situation to maximize his skill set. And that's what I was talking about earlier players on teams that are unserious it's hard to really evaluate them because you know on the rockets he was playing defense he could hit the occasional three but the flaws in his game were really maximized or like put on display because everyone else around him is just unserious and they they have no 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 intention of winning at least um, when he was there so you put him on a team like golden state where screening switchability on defense rebounding and passing are just like really, really needed in their offense from their big positions. And those are things that he does well. They're pretty much the only things that he do well. Um, so I think it's a good flyer to take on the two-way. You can see if you can kind of develop him. He's still really young. Um, so I think it's – I like it. I like it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. I'm anxious for them, though, to fill that 14th spot. So, um Yeah. We can just get it moving. Um, I was just trying to see because I knew there was like one other name I couldn't remember. Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley. Don't really, not really a fan. Okay. We're not really a fan. If Justin's not a fan, I'm not a fan. So we're going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) That's our thoughts on Tony Bradley. All NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Um, all right, so Steph Curry has just been doing a lot, but in a good way this offseason. We talked about it earlier in the season, his media tour and everything he's been doing. And then he just hosted, you know, a, a workout open what is what is it called it's a private workout I don't private think workout there you go yeah. so he hosted a private workout 
Um, lots of, well, I don't know. Yeah, there were a number of NBA players there, right? Wasn't Trey Young there? Trey was there. Um, Kenneth Faree was there randomly. Moody, Lesa Quinones, Trace, Jackson Davis. Pajemski. Yeah, a lot of the young guys were there, which is good to yeah, see. Yeah, right. For sure. I think OG and Anobi was there too, which is kind of random. He's in the workout with a bunch of guards. But yeah, it was, it was like a bunch of random guys from around the league, plus the Warriors young guys. Yeah, I know. I saw some video of like Pods doing the routine, and mm-hmm. yeah, I hope his shooting stroke comes to him. I know he struggled a little bit in summer league, so yeah. But pretty cool to see Steph doing that and seeing like all the different players and stuff around the league, like trying to learn, trying to learn, want to play with Steph, want to get his routine, trying to get better. <laughs> um. You know, it would have been nice to see Giannis there because he's been talking about who he's going to work out with and he uh, he's going to be t- working out with Dream. Um, also talks about how he doesn't want to work out with other active players. So that's maybe why he wasn't there. But being that him and Steph will likely be future teammates based on his comments, I mean, maybe he could get I that will. get that in early. Yeah, he <laughs> Man, it's a shooting workout. You, you We're going to jump it, brother. Yeah. All right. So no, I mean, we're obviously this is wishful thinking. I did tweet at Giannis because he recently did a, um, I mean, he's, it's, it's, he's actually been talking a lot like this lately. Cause even before this just most recent sit down, he was on this 40, I think it's the 48 hours podcast. But even before that he had like done a, did another interview and he was just like basically saying the same thing. Like there's conditions to him being a buck for the mm-hmm. rest of his career you let bucks fans tell it he always makes statements like this it's just to push the org so it doesn't mean anything but i think you got to take it seriously because one he's saying it out loud but two when you think of the fact that drew's talking about retiring soon middleton is aging I, like and i don't know that the the bucks really have like the ability cap wise or whatever to really make dramatic moves to to help change that team and people are not like even though Giannis is one of the top players in the league people are still not and this should be no disrespect because people didn't want to go to Cleveland when Braun was there you know like people are just not running yeah it's not about him yeah to go to Milwaukee and so you know he said if he has to leave for a better situation to give him a better chance of winning he'll do it and I say there's no better situation than the Golden State Warriors. So I let him know that. I tweeted and I said, hey, Giannis, the better situation is the Warriors. You know, we welcome you. He didn't reply to me, but, you know, I, I let him know. So what do you think, Justin? I agree. I agree. Um, how it would get done and who would be off the team and all that type of stuff would have to be worked out later. But if you have to move Mount Raymond would be the one who would be going. <laughs> play around with that. I mean, in that case, it's Giannis. Like, I, I'm definitely team Clay and Dre, you know, forever. But for a top three player in the league, you kind of got to pull that trigger. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, like, if he come, if he came to Golden State, I think Steph's going to be playing at a superstar level, at least for this season coming up and probably the next two after that. Um, you How know, many he, years does Giannis have left? He has two years including this year coming up, but he can always- Two more after this, or this is part of the two? Okay. This is part of the two. Okay. Uh, He can always request a trade a year early. 
um, there's a $30 million contract that's on the Warriors right now that's expiring. Well, I, I think if he knows that he's not going, like, I think this year is going to do a lot, right? Because if the mm-hmm. Bucks have an early exit, they don't do well, whatever, whatever, he's probably going to be reluctant to like extend or do anything. And if he gives them any signs that he wants to leave, you know, or anything like that, they might be willing to trade him because like, you don't want to end up in a situation like OKC with KD and mm-hmm. lose him for nothing. And and I think he'll probably want to throw them a bone and be like, yeah, I'm probably dipping. So just trade me for something back. Don't just, you know, I don't think right. he'll just leave them high and dry and just dip. Although a team like that, they might want Clay more than Draymond. I don't know, but, or it might be like a multiple team, you know, trade. So, yeah, we'll see. Also, I feel like if the Warriors win a championship this season, then he's probably not coming. I was just about to say that. Yeah, because it's going to be like, I'm hopping on. So, and we want the Warriors to win. So, tricky, tricky. So, clearly, in this situation, the Warriors are going to win a championship within the next some years. You know, basically, we're just saying that he's not coming. (laughs) You just told me he's coming, and now you're saying he's not coming, Justin. Oh, I mean, I, I'm saying the, the. Do we not expect the Warriors to win this season? That's a good question, right there. If you could say Giannis is for sure coming after this year, if the Warriors lose, would you make that trade off? But there's no guarantee that they win a championship. So it's like. No, I want to win every year. I don't want to fucking wait for Giannis. Okay, okay, respect. <laughs> I was going to say either guaranteed chip this season or Giannis comes to the Warriors and, and signs for the next five years. Which one would you rather take? I want the championship every year. Yeah, of course. There you go. <laughs> I just want to see what you're going to say. Come on. This is not like, no. Some people uh, but yeah, that, you're uh, right. I do, think if the, I do think if the Warriors win this year, he's probably not going to want to come to the Warriors. Right. And Unless they can somehow sell him on like him being the future of the franchise. Like Steph only has a couple of years left. Right. This is yours. Win, win a couple more with him. Be- because it's a little different than Kevin Durant because Giannis won before he got here. So it's really hard for anyone to say anyone's jumping on each other's coattails, in my opinion. Right. Right? And, it's like also, but Shaq already won in LA and then he went to, to, Miami. to the Heat. Like, granted, it still ended up being Dwayne Wade doing it, but I'm just saying, like, it was like, he's already won. You know, so I think it's I think it's slightly different right now. It's just like it's two guys teaming up to win more who have both already demonstrate that they have the ability to win. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like there's still an avenue to selling him on it. And it's just like you'll be the you're the man pretty much. Steph yeah, is... you're the you're the apparent you're the heir apparent to Steph yeah. and, and you guys are together but like I mean come on he saw when Kevin Durant was here he knows he's still gonna be like second to Steph but I'm just saying <laughs> like he's the like this is gonna be yours Steph is retiring soon he's leaving soon and this is yours and we can continue to build and unlike Milwaukee we can attract people to come here right and I mean he's dead in the center of his prime Steph is at the end of his prime how long he extends his prime is yet to be seen Right. But it's not like a KD situation where y'all both at your pretty much at your peak. Right. The same team. It's like you can come here and be the guy. I'm sure Steph would be like, yeah, go ahead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I already did my thing. So right. It'd be interesting to see. 
All right, y'all, we're going to wrap there. Short pod today, but hopefully we, we packed in a lot. We got in a lot. We got in a lot. So hopefully y'all enjoy that. We'll be back soon. Thank you for tuning in as always. Make sure you are subscribed to Golden Spaces. Make sure you are following us on X, Twitter, <laughs> and also Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. Right. Make sure you're subscribed to 95.7, the game's YouTube channel. So you get episodes of Golden Spaces all the time on YouTube. Make sure you are leaving us a review. Make sure you are rating us five stars and make sure you are sharing and telling a friend. We appreciate it all. We thank you so much. Until next time, guys, take care.